Hey, this is Teresa Jarvis, mayor of Oak Grove. And Oak Grove loves Joe Padula. But Joe, come on now. Enough with the Cat West jokes. Absolutely. <laughs> Tuesday. Oh my God, it's still Tuesday. <laughs> it's only Tuesday. But it's a Joe Padula show. Absolutely. Here we go. Woo! Ah, yes. It is Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. This our Lord's year. And this war veteran, formerly with the Combat Brigade Team, 2nd Brigade Combat Team Strike, 101st Airborne Division Air Assault, is ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for some real talk. I am ready for some real facts. I am ready for your real opinions. And I am definitely ready to party with a purpose. Let's do it. Ah, dubstep always makes me feel better. Mm. Yeah. Especially when it's Seven Nation Army dubstep. All right, let's get right into it, my friends. Because, um... Technology, you suck. <laughs> you suck. And sometimes I suck, too. All right? And, and, but when we suck together, that just sucks. <laughs> I don't want to suck. So if I'm failing, I need you to be working. I'm pointing at the camera like it's you people, but it's not you people, okay? It, it's, what do you mean, you people? No, no, no. <sighs> Bae, is these people a thing? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Oh, these people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, uh. Mm. Do you get triggered by these people? Uh-uh. No? No, I don't. Who are these people? Oh, I'll say that again, Tony. Who are these people? Who, uh, depends. Depends on who those people are. Uh, it depends, like... <laughs> and what do you classify uh, as those? Uh, people that I don't know that you bring to my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay who are these people? <laughs> right? Alexis, who are these people? I mean, can you even use the word people anymore? Is that, like, even uh, still okay? Well, if they identify as a person, yeah. right, right. <laughs> you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. <laughs> but, yes, the Joe Padula Show. It is an honor to be broadcasting. Glad to have you aboard, all right? We got a lot of topics to go over here. We got a national focus, okay? And then we got a local focus, all right? And, yeah, we want you involved in all of it. So, hey, you got comments. Just go to that Joe Padula Show Facebook page. Click like, scroll down, see that live video screen. And yeah, write in your comments. We're going to bring up some topics that, that are uh, not going to stir the pot or anything. Yeah, they are. But nonetheless, we want your opinions, honest ones. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. We shall party with a purpose, no doubt. And hey, don't forget to share it on your timeline, all right? You see that little, little? yeah, you're there, right? You scroll down, you see the video, right? Just scroll down a little bit, a little bit more. Little, yeah, there you go. Okay, there's the share button. <laughs> Click that share button. Share it on your timeline, right? Okay, giving you time. Very good. Now, Vaughn, also, share it in your groups. This is a great conversation piece, no doubt about it, because, man, not, not only are we going to be uh, telling some amazing stories of amazing musicians, okay? Hence, uh, hence Tane being in here, Tane Tuesdays. How you doing, all right, Tane? Hey, hey, how and, you doing, Joe? And then definitely look at her attire, all right? She is fit <laughs> to fight, all right? But, uh, but she's got a hell of a backstory. I'm talking about all the way back when she was 11 years old. We're talking 48 years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. Now this has got to stop. <laughs> these people might be you. Oh, these people. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> but yes, yeah, and you don't want to miss out on her wonderful sound. I mean, this pop soul. All right, speaking of great music, too. All right, we got Alexis Taylor back in the studio Ooh. today, and she's got a song. It's called Red, White, and Blue. 
And I listened to it, and it's about a soldier going off to war, all right? And uh, we're going to dive deep into that, especially in this military community that we're yeah, surrounded by. Mm -hmm. yeah. No doubt. So I'm looking forward to it, Alexis. Me no too. doubt. Absolutely. All right, let's just go right into the topics, okay? Enough of the, uh, the, the foreplay. Foreplay is the best part. Was that the wrong word? I'm sorry. Use of foreplay? Did I just say that? It's all right. Oh. It, it's okay. <laughs> I like the after, yeah, after play, right? <laughs> yeah. Money's on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. We are a family show. That's one of my New Year's resolutions this year is be more family friendly. So I'll work on it. This all depends on how you word it. It depends on how you raise your family, too. Yeah, yeah. this is true. This is, this is, you ain't kidding. All right. Coming up. Will rest. Restaurants like Hooters and Tilted Kilt see people banning them due to them not hiring plus-size servers and bartenders. Mm. Mm. Now, should they change their policies, just like some other companies are currently doing? Plus, will they soon have to change it? Or is it ultimately uh, considered fat-shaming? Mm. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, it says, uh, you know, um, we're going to get into this. Not to steal the pot, but that's coming up next, all right? Here on the Joe Padula Show, absolutely. This is Sonia, former U.S. team member on the gymnastics team and now a current tumbling and trampling competitive coach at American Twisters. And I love the local news Mad Libs on the Joe Padula show because it makes me laugh and it makes me think. Absolutely. Water dogs. Water dog scuba and safety. There's a whole world to discover underwater and at Water Dog Scuba and Safety, they're here to help you explore it. Veteran and locally owned and whether you're already an expert diver or beginner seeking adventure, Water Dogs offer private and scheduled dive trainings for all ages. Get those kids, but no dogs. Go check out their Facebook page. Look at their underwater videos. 681 North Spring Street, downtown Clarksville. Go say hello to Rich and Cecil and the team at Water Dog Scuba and Safety. Hey, this is LaToya Cavanaugh. You listen to the Joe Padula Show. He's way funnier than DJ Pryor. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Reminds me back of my clubbing days, babe. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, there were good times back then, Tony. There were good times. I already know. Oh, my God. I'm sure you have a few stories. Alexis, it was uh, a wise philosopher once said, cocaine's a hell of a drug, okay? <laughs> Who was that wise philosopher, babe? Rick James. Rick James. <laughs> right. No, I only, I only experimented. I only experimented. So you say. Yeah. I was just smelling it, Mom. Mom, I was just smelling it. No, but the, the thing is, uh, it, it, back in the day, they, I mean, the, the pills, ecstasy, all right? Yeah, that was, a, that was a thing back then. Yeah, the ecstasy. And they used to have different ones. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not promoting drugs, let me tell you. Big mistake. Don't do them. Oh. I mean, you don't even know who you woke up next to. Don't do it. I never had that problem. Speaking of stories, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have to tell us. Nope. Oh. No, no, I, it's a joke. It was a joke. I thought we were trying to be more family friendly. Well, I know who she here. was, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lots of plus. Yeah. She was Makes my dealer. My, my oh. dealer, yeah. Nice girl. Oh, Lord. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Don't do drugs. Don't do it. <laughs> you know the, uh, do you know the drug that just took over for uh, the most uh, confiscated drug in all of Tennessee? No. Take a guess. Tani, what's your guess? Tobacco. You're going tobacco. Oh, the nicotine. Oh, I'll, Cigarettes. Tell, I'll tell you what, it's interesting. 
Because uh, now uh, you have to be 21 to yes. buy the tobacco. That's why right. that went into my head. But you uh, you don't have to be 21 to have them on you. Yeah, you got to be 21 to buy. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would they wow. do that? Nah, because uh, the government wants to take control. Yep. Yeah. Wait for the next Conspiracy <laughs> Theory Thursday. We'll get into it. <laughs> okay. All right. Alexis, what is your guess? What drug just took over marijuana in Tennessee for the most confiscated drug? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Um... First drug that comes to your mind. Cocaine. Okay, Only because you, you oh. just mentioned it. Yeah, sure. But that's probably not a Always good Always on our mind, that Alexis Taylor. <laughs> Bay? Probably over the counter. Yeah. The answer? Oh, that makes sense. Is meth. meth. Really? Meth. It's getting crazy. That is over the counter. You got to have Sudafed to make Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> Closest without going over, Bay's the winner. Very good, wow. Bay. Very good, Bay. Name that drug. Very A new game we play here on the show. <laughs> Name that drug. I'll tell you what, I mean, uh, going into our first topic here, will restaurants like Hooters and Tilt to Kilt see people banning them? This is due to them not bringing plus-size servers and bartenders. Right, not hiring them up at all. Well, should they change their policy? Just like some other companies that are changing it out there now. And plus, will they soon have to change? If it is ultimately considered fat shaming. All right. So uh, I'll give you a backdrop of the story here. 26-year-old Sarah Brady of Houston's uh, Clear Lake neighborhood. You're going to be in Houston this weekend, right, uh, right, Tony? I am. You're going to go to the Tilted Kilt there? I didn't have plans on going to the Tilted Kilt, but... Well, well, you won't find Sarah Brady there. Okay? She was turned down a job as a bartender at the new Tilted Kilt pub and eatery in League City. So Brady said that she thought the reason was her weight because she didn't have a chance to discuss her qualifications with the company representatives. You want to see what she looks like? And if you want to see what she looks like, go to that Joe Padula Show Facebook page, click like, scroll down, and boom, you'll see that live video feed. Don't forget to share it on your timeline. Got to get that shameless plug in there. You can see the choppy ladies, too. Oh, look look at Tony. Oh. <laughs> like I said, the technology is a tease. I do apologize for it. I will fix it as soon as possible. All right. All right, so there she is. There's Sarah. Sarah Brady, 26 years old. So she was looking for, uh, she was looking for her, uh, her posted uh, resume, and, uh, and uh, I was looking at it because she posted it. And uh, Sarah Brady is an experienced bartender. She really is. She's got gr- quite credentials. She was looking for this job. She said the fact that she's plus-sized shouldn't be a hindrance at Tilted Kilt. Brady moved to uh, this Clear Lake area from Virginia. And she said this, quote, I'm very aware. I don't know if that's how she sounds, but I'm very aware of what my size, what, what size my body is. I'm, I'm proudly putting it out there. So she's putting it out there. So she responded to uh, an ad for the workers at the Tilted Kilt Pub and Eatery in that league city. She sent that resume detailing her four years as a server. Two years as a bartender, she said that she uh, she got a text message saying, we would love for you to come in and interview. So boom, she got she, she's in. She got the invite. So now Brady said that she also is well aware of the image used in Tilted Kilt advertising. Right? Everyone knows what a Tilted Kilt is, right? Mm-hmm. right. I didn't until. Oh, really? It, it's like a... Um, it's, it's like, like a Hooters. A, it's like a Hooters, Hooters. but with, with, a, uh, with the Scottish theme. Okay. Right. I used to do Tuesday. So did they have to wear kilts? 
Uh, uh, kind of, yeah. Kind of? Like do, short, do you, you want to see what they look like? Short, yeah. Well, Tilted Kilt Rachel, come on in. That'd be great. <laughs> you are too much. Oh, believe me, I wish she was coming. <laughs> but, uh, but nonetheless, okay, so... Um, you know, uh, she went down there, and uh, this is great advertisement for Tilted Tilt Kill. It really though. is. Oh yeah, they used to be advertising with us too back in the day. Really? Right. I used to do Tuesday trivia's there. Oh wow! Until a cur- until a, a larger woman took my job there, <laughs> named Sarah Brady. You were too much. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, she knows that it's a, a curvaceous uh, young woman in a tight top, right? But uh, she wanted to see somehow, because she used to perform burlesque, this girl. All right? There's her performing burlesque, okay? Yes, queen. So she wanted to <laughs> maybe do something different for Tilt the Kilt. Well, they said no. They said uh, they didn't. Uh, they said, uh, no, thank you. The job's been filled. Okay, when she came in. She said that uh, they didn't give me a chance to talk about anything. Now, I went on the website on their uh, casting and careers on the Tilted Kilt, okay, which refers to its uh, uh, evaluation of job applicants and, and auditions. So that's burlesque, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of different kinds there of is, burlesque. Yeah. So I've been to several burlesque shows. I've been in, to burlesque here in Nashville, to Minneapolis, Did you just um, say Vegas. you've been in burlesque shows? <laughs> no, I, I've been I, I heard too. that Sorry. slip. Did you hear that, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kind uh-huh. of feel like you're a part of it. <laughs> That's the beauty in burlesque. Have you ever been to a burlesque show? I have. Okay. I have. Okay. Uh, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> There, there, a lot of yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot more show than like uh than like your your typical strip joint. You know what I mean? And it's not a strip joint, right? No, it, it's a show. Yes. Yeah. But it's all about just femme power. Right, you know? right. That's why I had to walk Femininity. out. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to walk out. Shocking. Why I had to walk out. They get get that alpha out of here, okay? <laughs> Was their battle cry? <laughs> so I went on the website, and the website say uh, states that uh. uh they are entertainers. You sign an entertainer's contract. Okay, that's how they legally get away with saying, sorry, you're too big for this job. Otherwise... It's the same way with cheerleaders. Right, right, right. You, they are entertainers. You're signing an entertainer's contract. Okay? So, and you have to fit the uniform. Yeah. All right? And they say that the uh, they, they hold auditions, okay, because they're entertainers. It's not a hiring process. It's an audition. And the, uh, the auditions are just the same. To land the role, you got to play it up, girl. This is what it says on the website. Grab your favorite outfit, glam up your hair, make up, and visit a franchise. So I reached out to Greg Smith, operations uh, directors of the, uh, that, that area, Texas, Oklahoma, Tilted Kilts. He sent me this, quote, Our hiring employment practices are in full compliance with the laws. The Kilt Girls are the cornerstone of our brand. So, but nonetheless, I mean, uh, just didn't fit the didn't fit the bill. It wasn't hired as an entertainer. Right. So she got upset. But it's recently a protein powder billboard. Okay, was banned because it had a uh, a woman in in a bikini asking if they if they had their beach body ready. Right. Well, that got pulled due to people making some uh, ma- making this makes me feel bad uh, complaints. This really? makes me feel bad about myself. Uh, Weight Watchers. Everyone knows what Weight Watchers is, right? Yeah, they do the beast body thing, too. Well, here's check this out now, Bay. Okay? They now call themselves, not Weight Watchers, but WW. They no longer say Weight Watchers in their, in their advertising, in their campaigns. And this is due to complaints 
from people saying that they felt they were being fat shamed. Like who? Interesting. Like who? I don't, I don't have their names. I'm not those put, people. Yeah, you the, know? The, the, those people. That's the theme of the show today. Those Cause, people. Because I know small people who think they fat. So. And even on Twitter, okay, you got a trending hashtag. I found it. It's called hashtag thin privilege. Okay. Yeah, so should Tilted Kilt and other restaurants that hire entertainers change their policies just like other companies are currently doing so? Tane, what do you say? What, where, where do you stand on this? Well, I really, uh, I really obviously don't believe in discrimination. Uh-huh. You know, we shouldn't discriminate at right. all uh, uh, about anything. But here's an example. BET has black entertainment television. Okay. I'm a white girl who sings pop soul, uh-huh. and I will never probably send them my music because I am not going to fit the bill. So sometimes I just feel like we overthink these things, and if that's how they hire, and she was aware of that, right? I guess just before applying, she might have wanted to like take that into consideration, but I obviously am not saying I believe in discrimination at all, but I feel like... There's a lot of areas then that need to be addressed if this is how we're addressing these topics. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. See what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't definitely don't believe in discrimination at all. That's never okay. And I'm. So, do you feel tilt to kilt or change their policy? I believe that if on their website it says, like, this is X, Y, Z, and this is how it is, it's kind of like an acting position, right? You go in Uh to um, get a, you know, a role in a a movie, and they cast, you know, for an Asian woman. And if you're a white woman or a black woman or Indian woman, and you show up and you want to get casted for this role, like, what are you thinking? Like, you were Asian to Uh begin with. So I'm confused why we overthink these things because it's really not about that. There's places like, you know, Dunk. They're like, it's like Hooters, but it's for the big girls and they are beautiful. And there's it's called, obviously- What is it called? Dunk. Dunk. Like Badunkadunk. But, oh, Badunkadunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but like think right. about this. We're in this climate where like Lizzo is popping, right? And she's like, I do my head. Right. You know, I'm glad you brought up Lizzo. All about curvy, beautiful women. So it's but like beautiful big girls have never been more popular than they are right now. Yeah, I know. But here's Period. the thing. I, and, and that's that's what I'm saying. It is that type of uh, influence that's going to get this policy forced to be changed at the Tilted Kilt. Right. And to be honest with you, it is going to affect their business. Mm-hmm. Look at the clientele of the Tilted Kilt and, yeah. and Hooters. I mean, listen, I'm not I'm not trying to shame anybody either. No, 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 no. I just have a, a, a like, like, take Lizzo, okay? And, uh, and man, you, you do you. Go for it, okay? But not for nothing, I don't find that attractive, okay? That's just not my style. You sure. know, I, I have a preference. Sure. Everybody do. Right, yeah. right. You know, I mean, I starve myself to have abs. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, you do. Right, it's the truth. And, and, and to be honest with you, I... I that, that, that's what I'm looking for also. And that's mm-hmm. one that starves himself. But yeah. I think for us to like personally even have this conversation is hard because I've never been a big girl and I'm, I'm, I'm this is just not my body type. And uh-huh. so I can't really fully understand how that could make someone feel when it comes to that particular topic. So when it comes to discrimination, I feel like, you know, that's not okay ever, but we can't 
like really it's not about body shaming it's just really what the job called for and it's like when you like i said when you go and you audition for a role or you know if you don't fit the bill you don't fit the bill well, alexis you, sometimes you, that's the case t tell me this alexis okay i mean uh i'm guessing you don't go to these type of restaurants right i think i've been to a hooters maybe once <laughs> flip the coin it's a guy entertainer guys all right, that, that tallywhackers that they tried to open up closed, okay? It was like a similar a synopsis, a scenario. Right, that closed. It didn't make it. But, okay, say it's a guy thing. Yeah. Okay? You going in there, if there's, if there's like, dad bods serving you? I mean... I mean, I, I agree with what she said in a sense, but also, like, I feel like if you're fit for the job, you're fit for the job. But I've never, I guess, I don't know. I, I feel as though um, you are kind of trying to fit that bill and if and if everyone else in that um job occupation mm -hmm. is um you know more towards the leaner skinnier side like it's nothing against that person and i agree like there's no discrimination there but i mean Bay? you got to take into consideration yeah. what you're doing and also hold on, on hold topic, on hold on hold on hold how on. would you feel if you were surrounded by those people every day and those being people? judged <laughs> there you go right. but i'm just saying like what, what alexis was saying like mm -hmm. you know you're in this environment now and now you don't quote unquote fit the bill like is that an empowering workplace for you Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I, I feel like don't, on shouldn't we? Confidence yeah, totally. You're absolutely right. Babe, but I think it's about she, being an empowering. Babe, if, if she's working there, are you going? Um, don't go anyway. There you go. <laughs> That's the answer. Don't go anyway. I, I ain't never been to Hooters. The only way I've been to Tilt the Kilt was because of you. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I would go. Yeah. I would go if she worked there, but I. Let's go afterwards today. But I also don't even. I didn't even know what Tilt the Kilt was. Well, so. don't worry. We'll go afterwards. I'll show you after the show today. <laughs> All right. We got to move forward. We're past time here. Okay. All right. Coming up. This one's interesting. All right. Because uh, the new study is out. It just arrived. It says that weed impairs driving skills long after the high is gone. Bay. Bay. So, will it slam the brakes on the legalization of marijuana in states that are still puff, puff, pass free? Not to stir the pot, but we got to cover it next on the Joe Padilla Show. Nice. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, this is Water Dogs Rich from Water Dogs Scuba and Safety. What do I love about the Joe Padula Show? You got a veteran like Joe going after his dreams and bringing so many people together from so many different walks of life here in Clarksville. Absolutely. So, one of the most stressful things to do is buy or sell a house. Well, that all changes. Why? Shelly Holiday Realtor Remax North Star. She eliminates the stress parts of buying or selling a house. She'll work that deal. She networks. She knows how to do it. She's Shelly Holiday, Realtor Remax North Star, and you want her. I'll tell you what. Just go to her Facebook page. She's Shelly Holiday, Realtor Remax North Star. Just do it. Click like, send her a message. Deanna Loveland here, singer-songwriter and harpist, and I love me some Joe Padula show. Absolutely. <laughs> Joe Padilla Show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a new study out. New study, my foot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on, babe. Hold on. Listen to the facts. 
And then we'll weigh in with our opinions. Facts. Yes. yes. I want to be a part of some of these tests that okay. they do. <laughs> Me too. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> There's a new study out. It says that weed impairs driving skills long after the high is gone. Because. Hold on. Hold on. Babe. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I got to know. Will this slam the brakes on the legalization of marijuana in the states that are still puff, puff, pass free? Not to stir the pot, but we got to cover this. <laughs> all right, all right. So we got Bay on microphone. How's it going? Uh, before we get into this, Bay, uh, what is your stance? Are you uh, uh, the pro legalization of marijuana, recreational, and medicinal? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Alexis, Alexis Taylor, great musician. We're going to do some uh, meeting musician in just a moment. But uh, uh, are you for or against the legalization of uh, medicinal and recreational marijuana? I am for it. For it. Okay, okay. We'll go into our reasons in just a moment, okay? And, and Tani, I mean, you came in high, so I'm getting on. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always high on no, life. On life. Are, are you pro are you for or against? Uh, I'm for it. For it, okay. Yeah, I'm pro-choice. Okay. For sure. Okay. And, and Joe, what about you? Me? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you in just a moment. Hang in there. <laughs> Don't forget, write in your comments and everything on the uh, on the live video feed. Don't forget to share it on your timeline. Let the others know. See what your friends stand on this one. Because a new study found that some of the dangerous driving behaviors of regular heavy users of recreational weed who began using before the age of 16 include running red lights, driving at high speeds, crossing center lines into the uh, opposing opposing traffic, uh, getting into accidents, and even hitting pedestrians. Are you sure that's not just our generation? <laughs> but here's or, the, or a cell phone? Here's yeah. the catch, though. Users drove this badly even after they were reported to be no longer high. They suck at driving. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Nashville and Clarksville. So the study, which was uh, which was published today, okay, in the journal Drug and Alcohol Dependence, well, it asked chronic heavy marijuana users, yeah, chronic, <laughs> to drive in a customized driving simulator, okay? It's a simulator. Right. It's- they just put them on a closed course. No, these these simulators that well, I mean, hey, they're getting high and and letting the high go away and then driving. They closed course. So at the time of the driving experience. So what they're saying is we should actually be high while driving. Well, no, this is what they did. <laughs> this is they gave them the the weed. Mm-hmm. Okay. What what do you sign up for that one? Mm-hmm. And then you know they allowed the time for the THC to no longer be in the system and then drive the simulator. Okay. So the marijuana, the marijuana group, okay, had not used for at least 12 hours. Okay, that's how it worked. Mm-hmm. And based on urine tests, they were not intoxicated on THC. Okay? <laughs> and we all know what THC is. That's the, 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 the psychoactive compound in mm-hmm. recreational marijuana, right? Get stores and medicinal fat, marijuana. Fat sales. Mm-hmm. And despite having no THC in their system, Okay, the heavy users you got THC in your system for 30 days, people. Yeah. Consistently <laughs> performed worse on driving tests than non-users, making critical dangerous mistakes. The worst drivers, okay, those who uh, began using regularly before the age of 16. So uh so uh Gruber, okay, she's the um She's the, uh, the Stacy Gruber. She's the one of uh, the marijuana investigations for uh, for uh, neuroscientific discovery. Uh, she said that uh, prior to age 16, the brain especially uh, is very vulnerable. Okay, uh, not to just cannabis, but to other drugs, alcohol, illness, injury. The brain is really under construction. She says 
Or if you're in a, uh, the cannabis world, half-baked. Right. <laughs> oh, she's funny, this Gruber. <laughs> but check this out, guys. According to the 2018 National Survey on Drug Use and Health, the survey indicates approximately uh, 124 million Americans age uh, 12 or older have tried weed at least once, with almost 28 million reporting they used within the last month. And with uh, more and more states legalizing weed for recreational use, check this out. Uh, currently 11 in the District of Columbia. There is a growing concern of a, a potential impact on the driving and other safety issues. And now weed appears to be replacing cigarettes in recent national surveys. Okay. So they put this test out there. There's a the study. There's the results. Most of the people are closet smokers anyway. <laughs> but will this latest study, okay, slam the brakes on the legalization of marijuana in the states that are still uh, uh, not legal? I don't think so. Why not, babe? Because that's, uh, that's not real evidence, right? See, I'm not for the legalization of marijuana because mm-hmm. everyone else here is for it, so I have to be the protagonist in this <laughs> conversation. Okay. What's your reasoning then? Okay, my reasoning is because of this study. Well, Look at this. Really? Even after 12 hours, there's still... The, the highest rate of getting into accidents and causing traffic problems while driving. So, Tani, prove me wrong. Why should I be for it when this study comes out and, man, now I got to worry about... Uh, about who, pe- who published this study? Uh, this was, again, the, uh, the Drug Journal and Alcohol Dependence. Okay, and so have they talked about um, opioids? Because that's a real epidemic. No, of course, of course. This, this focus think, like, is the marijuana. Obviously, but I think that... Because um, the group that did the study is the marijuana investigation. It's hard to like, deny a study. You know, right. I, I guess I just don't know. But mm-hmm. um, I definitely am still pro. Yeah, no, I hear you. I think it so, just needs to be treated responsibly like anything else. Yeah. Yeah, right. So it's really just about the... You know, it's really in our control at that point. Because we all have access to it every day whether it's legal or not. So, I mean, people aren't going to just smoke because it's legal now. So it's like, okay, you cannot pass it, but it's like gun control. It's really no different. Well, do you, do, do you feel, okay, that uh, it should be passed across the board by the federal government or state-by-state option? I think it should be across the board. I disagree with you there. Okay. And my Why? reason for that is because of the taxes. I mean, I yeah. want Tennessee to decide what to do with those taxes. Sure. You know I what see I mean? What you're saying. Right. Federal government takes over. Federal government helps decide what goes to okay, those taxes. Okay, then I guess, yeah. You know that, what I mean? On that note, yeah, I would have to say I, I understand that. it could be done just like that, pretty much, if it was a federal across the board. But long term, Tennessee will come around. Yeah. And it will, then we'll have more say. Like, yeah. I would like to see taxes from Tennessee recreational marijuana weed, yeah. okay, go towards veteran causes and PTSD yeah. causes and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Or, and that's the, or the munchie, the bill. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, the munchie bill. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many benefits to it. So I think it's hard to deny something that really also does have so many benefits. Now, uh, Alexis, uh, federal or state, what do you say? I mean, that- I feel like federal would probably be the correct choice just because, I mean, you've got all these different states making their own decisions and it's kind of you know some people i mean the, the population of colorado uh-huh. like tripled or something when they first yeah yeah that, legalized yeah that, so i mean it but is also it is. i mean if go that route too i mean 
And I have to double check this, but I, I do believe accidents in Colorado went up also. I mean, plus you have an increase of population. Well, I yeah. get that. But but also, I mean, with the with the, the driving while THC'd, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think it needs to be used responsibly. Um, just like any, any drug or any um, alcohol, like things like that. Yeah. I mean, you're not just going to drink a... A bunch of drinks with your friends and then you know go and get into a car like don't get super high and, and get into your car it's just probably not a good decision Bay, do you know what causes red eyes in people that use uh, cannabis mm, no idea anyone isn't it an allergy oh allergy is a, a smoke? It, it was a it could be for some yes Cough it could much. be but not as likely as because Cannabis, THC, all right, THC, one of the things that THC does in the body is that it decreases blood pressure, mm -hmm. causing dilation of blood vessels mm -hmm. and capillaries. Mm -hmm. For the eyes in particular, this causes a uh, dilation of the, uh, the ocular capillaries, mm -hmm. encouraging the blood flow through the eyes and effectively causing red eyes. I didn't know that. I did know about... I know you know. About that to some extent, but I didn't realize it affected the eyes like that. And do you know why uh, people who smoke weed usually gain to uh, three to five pounds <laughs> each year? Because they're always hungry? Because of Funyuns, yes. <laughs> Funyuns. And Taco Bell. Oh, Taco Bell, don't do it. Oh, don't do it. It's a, men it's a mental state anyway. Oh. Taco Bell used to be my <laughs> weakness late nights. Oh. <laughs> Telling you, if I ate Taco Bell today, I'd, I'd probably crap my pants, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, for real. I probably would. I'd take a bite, Let's my body go like that. this. <laughs> right. Let's just stay away from that before the show. Right. <laughs> what do they call it? Sharded. Oh yeah. Sharded. Sharded. Right. Wow. Oh, family show, sorry. sorry. Well, that's why the kids are watching. Yeah. Go ask your mom what shart means. I sharded. Hey, mom, I sharded. <laughs> Speaking of which... Coming up, <laughs> what happens to a mom that is driving around town when her daughter holds up a sign in the back seat saying, help me, she's not my mom? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Plus, let's go over the dumbest things we did as children and find out you, your stupid kid moments as well, all right? Uh, guess what, Mommy? The kitty cat really can't swim is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hi there. This is Hannah Price with Voice of Choice. And, oh, my God, I'm here with the best interviewer I've ever met. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Here with No Bull Beauty Full Service Salon and Medical Spa, we got Carly Linza. You offer eyelash extensions, acupuncture, hair removal, and you guys are the only salon in Middle Tennessee to offer Zeomin. Now, what the hell is Zeomin? Zeomin is a version of Botox that doesn't have the preservatives and additives that Botox does. It's a more pure version, and you're not going to have a reaction to the product. Okay. You're going to have a better result, and you're not going to build up a tolerance for it. For more on appointments, go to NoBullBeauty.com. This is Bay of the Joe Badula Show, live Monday through Friday, 3 to 5. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show, absolutely. So what happens to a mother, nice mommy, She's just driving around town, right? Oh, it's a beautiful day. All of a sudden, her daughter holds up a sign in the back seat saying, Help me, she's not my mom. Mm. Wow. 
want to see the sign? Sure do. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's mm. grounded. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. If you want to take a look at the sign, just go to the oh, Joe wow. Padilla Show oh, Facebook gosh. page. Take a wow. look. <laughs> is that? Uh, help. Oh. help. Help. At the bottom, help. yeah. Terrible penmanship on this child. I'm going to look like I. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it, I guess, more believable. Oh, my God. Right? It does How look like it was. Well, uh, 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 here's the situation. Parents went out on a week's vacation. <laughs> it's a uh, fresh prince. Yes, sir. All right, this took place on Saturday around uh, 5.02 p.m. when the California Highway P- uh, Patrol officers... Chip. Chips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Estrada. Eric mm-hmm. Estrada. Yeah, Chips. They received reports of a girl in the backseat of a moving vehicle holding up that sign reading, Help me! Right, so the uh, the car was initially reported on the Highway 99 in the South Sacramento. And officials eventually located the car on the highway. And yes, they made a high-risk stop. Oh, that mom must have been peeing her pants. What's going on? <laughs> Get out the Just car! surrounded by all these motorcycles, blocking her in. Oh, wow. Oh, mm, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, did I not use my blinker? Hmm. <laughs> Was I speeding, officer? Right? Mm. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, officer said that the girl's mother pulled over the car, and they came up, and they spoke to her. Well, that's when the officer said that they found uh, that the girl had made it all up, and that she thought that it was a fun thing to do to her mommy. (laughs) You know, you want to know why? Was it? Made her put down her iPad. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Electronics. <laughs> it's like the worst punishment for a kid now, right? Wow. Take, oh, you, take away their addiction? Yeah, yeah. You, you take away all the electronics. I mean, the woman, she said, I I don't know why my, my daughter would do such a thing, but... And then her, the kid ratted her. Ratted <laughs> her. <laughs> she took away my iPad. Officer, my iPad! little spoiled Sacramento wow. snot. <laughs> Highway Patrol officers, they wrote on the Facebook. They, uh, they wrote a post saying, uh, this is a reminder that parents need to be aware of what their children are doing in the back seats at all times. Yeah, six. I thought we're supposed to be looking at the road in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Honey? What are you doing back there? Oh, you're Boom. Dr- oh, you're Talk dr- about weed being an issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's children. Oh, look, she's writing. She's writing. She's like, going to be an author. <laughs> six. How Such cute. big dreams. Six chip motorcycles. Six of them? Six of them. Oh. They thought they had something. Oh. Well, I mean, with trafficking and everything that's going on in this world today, it's, you know, at least they're taking precautions. And here's the thing, though. Six of them are taken off of what could be yeah. preventing something. Yeah. yeah. Focusing on this little girl. My, my iPad, Mom. That's but what you get. But in so many ways, thank God. Because had that been a uh-huh. real issue. Y- you're right. You're right. I hear you. So Just I send three next time. <laughs> right, just send three. We'll compromise. Oh, wow. <laughs> what should the mom do to the kid? <laughs> right? What should Take be the punishment? Take her markers away. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And make sure she does not have her school bag in the back seat ever yeah. again from this point forward. Ever. <laughs> Alexis, what should the mom do? Gosh, I would have grounded my kid for a really, really long time. Yeah. Ground her, huh? 
Bang. Lock her up in the room. Lock her up. <laughs> I would have had a real conversation. Yeah, yeah, of course you gotta. We need to have a conversation about the severity. You gotta explain like, hey, uh, you know, this this real life situation like that, kid. Yeah. Right. Bay, what would you do if that I, was your kid? I have no kids. Okay, so good answer. That's, that's, what you, that's what you do. You make sure you have no kids. <laughs> you make sure you have... Good solution. Well, <laughs> we are overpopulating now, so if you don't have time to sit in the back seat with your child <laughs> while someone else chauffeurs you around. <laughs> I think the, uh, the mom, she should, she should make a T-shirt with an arrow pointing, oh, and it says, yes, yeah, not my kid, and walk around with her at the school <laughs> that she goes to. Each aisle, walk her to class, each class. Not my kid. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that a teacher. Well, it does, because when my son was little, uh-huh. and he did some things that he wasn't supposed to, I walked him into his classrooms, too, and it was literally death for him. How many kids do you have? I have three total. Three two, kids? Two bonus children, one of my own. Any stretch marks? I do have stretch yeah. marks. I'm proud of them. Yeah. <laughs> the stretch marks, Bay. Yeah. They're like in now. They're Ti- in. Mm-hmm. Tiger stripes. Yeah, tiger. Exactly. Tiger stripes have always been <laughs> in. I, I read them like Braille whenever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so like he likes know, them too. Yeah. Oh, I, I, <laughs> there you go. I do. I do. And it's not like palm reading. I do uh, I, I do uh, 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 stretch mark uh, reading. Right? Stretch mm-hmm. mark I go, reading. oh, this is a long life you're having. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Your career is about to take off. But right. Must have been a short relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Money's on the counter. Yeah. Hence the singleness, babe. Hence the singleness. All right, let's go over some of the dumbest things that we did as children, all right, and find out uh, some of your stupid things as well. Write them in the comments, okay? Some stupid things that you did as, as kids, all right? Alexis, you're up first. Oh some gosh. dumb things you did as a kid. Well, one that really comes to mind was when I was about four or five years old, uh-huh. I had started kindergarten, and I saw all the older girls, like in grade seven and eight, whatever, and none of them had bangs. They all like had their hair grown out and it was so pretty. Uh-huh. And so I decided I wanted to be like all the other girls yeah. and not have bangs. So I took some scissors and I just literally like my whole entire front of my, all the bangs gone. Man. And my mom came home and yeah. she was like, what have you done? <laughs> and I had to grow those out from like not having anything at all. It what, was. Was it like those like kindergarten safety scissors too or no i used them at my house they were just regular scissors so well i'm, I'm glad uh, uh the big metal ones yep. in the kitchen yep. door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah bangs aren't for you anyway you were right okay you were right <laughs> finally grew it out right yeah. <laughs> looks good until Thanks. now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> until now it was a struggle up until now tani what about you something well, stupid you my, did as a kid. mine wasn't that innocent but <laughs> good I did something like that once though too and I actually curled my hair uh-huh. and remember those like brush curling irons where you would like brush and curl your hair yep. it got stuck so I just I just cut it off you know oh, no. and it was the day before my mom's wedding so it was really unfortunate but <laughs> my stupid story is uh, when I was 14 I was actually in group home in a group home and I decided to burn it down <laughs> Oh, what? Yes, and so that was fun. Welcome to the show. Yeah, you know, the great part about it was is I got through it. Uh Uh-huh. Nobody was hurt. Oh, good. 
and the place went down. So that's what I wanted. That was why? my goal at the why, time. Why'd you want to burn it down? <laughs> you know, they were trying to put me back into another foster home. Okay. And I guess uh, at that point. And you were just done? I was done. So why would you burn the place that you would stay at Ooh. if you didn't go to a foster home? I wanted to go back home. And it worked for a little while it, until yeah? they realized that it was me. Oh, how'd <laughs> so, they find out it was you? Little what, arson? Somebody told on me. Who read it on you? Uh, the girl that planned it with me. Why? Why did you? <laughs> how, how did they find out that she planned it with you? I guess they just questioned a lot of people. When you burn like a house down, they usually ask a lot of people like well, questions. <laughs> do, do you know her to this day? I don't. Not anymore. Well, ladies and gentlemen, give but up you know for what? Karen coming I'm in. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, mm. the stupidest decisions can turn out to be the best decisions we've ever made. So it was a complete reset for me in my life at that time. Did you get locked up? I did. Yeah? I did. For how long? I got sentenced to five years in juvenile prison. While you were Ooh. while you were 14? While I was 14. Did you get off for, uh, I got for, out for good behavior? I got out in nine months oh okay due to good behavior okay, yes yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah when you say yep. when you go to jail you shouldn't say did you get off i should rephrase that i'm sorry you know My we're bad. talking about juveniles here that's gross yeah what are Nasty. you doing no you brought it up you brought it up uh, don't throw it back at me you did this, this ain't a ping pong game you know joe <laughs> bay what about you mm. What time frame? Yeah, kid, what time frame? Kid, under 10. Under oh, 10. under 10. Yeah. Oh, I didn't It doesn't matter. 10. It doesn't matter. Bay, under 15. <laughs> under 15? Yeah. Hold oh, on. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a worse story than me? Oh, I got a couple of stories that I can't say. Let's go. Oh, I can't but, say. You, you can't but start Family there. show. Family show. Yeah, family show, Bay. <laughs> Dumbest thing. Uh-huh. Uh, probably uh, when I bust my head over. You bust your head open. How'd you bust your head open? One time, wrestling with my little brother in the hallway. Uh -huh. when he wasn't supposed to. Uh huh. And the glue gun fell. Oh, oh the glue oh gun. No. Oh. And then one time, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't supposed to be doing this. Okay. And, you know, we burned down some woods. Oh, you burned down the woods? Yeah. Mm, you oh. and I have so much in common. I see a trend. <laughs> I feel really left out. Yeah. Burned some woods. And then the other time, snuck my grandfather gun. That was kind of. Weird. Uh huh. <laughs> that time. Usually that. And we snuck our grandfather's car. Ooh. Out. Yeah. In one time. I thought I was bad. Babe. Growing up in the country. You yeah. and I should have not been <laughs> hanging out at that time. <laughs> Glad I didn't know you. <laughs> we would have gotten way more trouble than we already did. <laughs> Christmas time, I used to steal uh, people's trees in their property. <laughs> yep, and bring them home. And what? Yep. And what wow. you say? Look, it's a uh, look. It's a Hanukkah bush, right? Mm -hmm. What did you do with them? I don't know. I put them as uh, Christmas trees around the house. <laughs> my mom. Your parents weren't the least bit curious what you were doing or my how you got them. Oh, he's such a sweet boy. <laughs> right. Of uh, course. As a young kid, I tried to make a uh, washing machine. Mm. So uh, I took, I think it was, uh, you know, like the potato flakes or whatever, mm -hmm. right? You know, it comes in those big canisters. So I took an empty one of those, I put water in it, and I put batteries in it, the big D-cell batteries in it, and I put my clothes in it, and it sat for uh, a week and a half. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, my mother's like, what's that, what's that acidy smell? And yeah, yeah, she walks in, and was, my clothes was being diluted by wet batteries and water. It was crazy. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I pushed the girl off of a building. Ooh. Yeah. How tall was the building? <laughs> Six stories. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Yeah. What'd you push a girl off the. What? Yeah. Why? We were horse playing. She died. And, uh, she did not. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> You're uh, lying. Lying what? Uh, this, uh, 
But this one time. Stop. No, she didn't die. She didn't die. We we broke into our cousin house. He was an ex Vietnam vet. Oh, and, good idea, man. Uh, we was like, I think I was like six at this time. Good idea, babe. But uh, six, he, uh, into houses. He, start him early. Wow. He brought some, you know, some stuff home. Mm-hmm. And one of the older cousins grabbed it, pulled a pen. Oh no. You know, it was some type of white oh, thing, no. and it got the shooting up sparks. Bang. We took all them boom. Boom. I'm glad you took off. <laughs> oh, we. <laughs> I ain't never gonna forget that though. We used to. Did s- they ever find out who did it? Uh, yeah, no, because we stayed out there in the country. Now they know. So. Yeah, now they know. We used to make. <laughs> we used to make pipe bombs. This was pre 9/11, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. We used to make pipe bombs and put them in the pay phones. <laughs> y'all was at the morning. I wasn't. I was just watching. <laughs> and this is in New York. This was. Uh, this was in Jersey. So innocent. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. watching. Yep. Wow. I know. I was. I was taught how to make. That was Phil Wes. <laughs> Phil Weslow. He took. He took the fall for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Phil. Took I went the down fall. a. Uh, I went sledding once when I was ten, and decided to go on an icy hill. And this is in Wisconsin, so it gets really cold there in the winter. And uh, I hit a jump, which I thought would be a really great idea on my sled. Mm-hmm. And I flew off of it and broke my tailbone. Right then and there. That was fun. That was a mm. lot of fun. We didn't have insurance, so my mom wasn't real happy about that. Well, I'm glad you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. That's why she works on her booty now in, in her workout videos. Yes, all exactly. Right. Prevent the tailbone from ever breaking Preventing again. tailbone injuries. <laughs> Operation Lizzo in full effect. That's how I'm going to market right. this. Walking around, with, walking around with a donut. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up, meeting the musician, Alexis Taylor. All right, originally from Canada, now in the Music City, she brings so much to the table, including her latest single, Just One Look. We'll, uh, we'll play a little bit of that, but uh, she also has a new song that, uh, that hits her personally called The Red, White, and Blue. It's about a soldier going off to war. So let's hear her story and then her sound. Alexis Taylor's next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, Clarksville. It is Summer Cummings with Muse Modern Marketing here with the Joe Padula Show. If you want to know where Joe is at all around Clarksville, text Joe Show to 52236. That's J-O-E-S-H-O-W, all one word, to 52236. And you can follow Joe all around. For more marketing tips, go to partnerwithmuse.com. Absolutely. The following is a paid advertisement for legal services. Hello, Clarksville. Lawyer Wayne here. Yes, I am a real lawyer, and yes, I have nine kids. Do you know what the number one complaint about lawyers is? It's not how much the cost or even how good a job they do. It's that they don't return phone calls. Well, if you go to LawyerWayne.com, I've got my cell phone number on there. You put it in your phone, and if you need a lawyer, text me. You can come down to my office at 120 South 2nd Street. We can talk about your case. I offer free consultations. Know your rights. Know your options. LawyerWayne.com. Salutations. This is Casey Bryant with Local Clarksville. Don't forget to download our app to find local places to eat, shop, and play. You're listening to The Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. I know it's getting late. I should probably head home. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Then you say my name. You start to move in close. Mm. I don't have the heart to try to stop you when your eyes meet mine. You get me. You get me every time. Meeting the musician Alexis Taylor. Just one look. 
Is this song about Bill Cosby? How'd you know? I knew it. Just went look. Oh, have a drink. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I mean, hey, from Canada and now in the Music City, she brings a lot to the table. The latest single, Just One Look, which you're listening to right now, sounds fantastic. Okay? Thanks. Makes me want to move my pectorals. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can do that too. <laughs> we'll have a peck off later on. Okay? We'll do a, a peck off. So you guys have got a new song that hits, uh, that hits it personally called Red, White, and Blue. We're going to get into that. It's about a soldier deploying. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear a story then. It's sound Alexis Taylor. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And hey, for more, AlexisTaylorMusic.com. It has all the links to everything, okay? Uh, you know, watch our videos and everything. Plus, I, I, I want to play one of your videos. Sure. Okay, you don't mind, right? Nope. You don't mind? Here, let's... Uh, let's Which one? <laughs> all right, the, the video I want to play here, and uh, if you're following along on the uh, Joe Bedula Show Facebook page, I appreciate that. Don't forget to share it on... It's, it's the Just One Look video. Oh, okay, because okay? uh, this recently came out yeah, uh, within the last uh, couple weeks, right? Yeah, the video dropped, mm-hmm. I think, on the, the second? second. Right, yeah. absolutely. All right, so here, let's take a look at the video, all right? And, and Tony, you, you're, uh, you're a high profile in the music industry. I want to hear your comments as well, too, okay? All right. All right, cool. Like, even if they're bad. Okay? <laughs> Don't be too harsh. I really doubt it. <laughs> because there's a couple things that I would change in this okay. video. Okay, duly noted. We're, we're, we're talking about the video. Right, right, okay. right, right. All right. Where are you filming this? At my church. This is at your church. Oh. I teach Sunday school and they let me use the Sunday school room. Now I can't Sweet. even make a comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love it. All right. Very resourceful. Because I was going to say, uh, dress sexier next time, you know, a little less clothes, but okay. now I know it's in a church. No, well, I'm kidding. I'm there kidding. you go. Right, right, right. Now Just, you know. <laughs> I know it's getting late. I should probably Okay. Who's this guy? He's my friend. That's your friend, <laughs> right? So you just go, hey, you want to be in my video? Pretty much. Right? Yes. <laughs> and, and where is this located outside? Um, we're in Printer's Alley in Nashville. Nice. Good, yeah. good. Did you get mugged? No? No. Oh. <laughs> Did he have sweaty palms when you guys were holding hands? No. It looked like he had sweaty palms. <laughs> No, was he nervous? You're really paying attention to detail. Uh, I'm, I think I'm telling you. I was more nervous than he was. Okay, all right, all right. Now, also, while you're singing in the uh, church here on, on the set there, okay, uh, is it playing on your phone or something? You're lip syncing to the phone? I mean, do, what do you have going on in the background? Well, we put it over a loudspeaker. Okay, okay, good. I, I sang to it. Very good. Cool. I wasn't lip syncing. I was like, yeah, actually. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. And how tall are you? Like five nine. Five nine. And with the heels, like six two, huh? <laughs> Something like that. Yep, they're sweaty palms coming in. You're so mean. No, I'm not mean. <laughs> I like them. I like them. Okay. Oh, you drinking alcohol in the church? No, that was actually, we filmed that at uh, one of the hotels downtown. Okay. Oh, so you weren't drinking alcohol in the church? I was drinking alcohol at the hotel. Okay, good. <laughs> Such a rebel. Oh, yeah. Are you guys going upstairs? No. Oh, okay. Watch oh. the video. All right, all right. <laughs> I like the necklace. Thank you. Oh, there's Printer's Alley. 
Do they still have that nudie bar in Printer's Alley? Do you know do you know which one I'm talking about? No. They have a burlesque bar. Is it a burlesque bar? It's the rainbow. Yes, yes, that's, yep. that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yes. burlesque. Okay, yes, yep. that's the one I've been to. But it's not nude. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> have you been there after 2 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. It gets yeah. a little risque, burlesque. Right. I mean, doesn't everything <laughs> after 2 a.m.? Yeah, damn right. <laughs> was it cold when you guys were filming? It was freezing. When, when, when did you film this? Um, We filmed it in the middle of December. Oh. I was freezing my butt off. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you kept it. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> no, no, you, you're right, right. Mm. Who's the guy you wrote this for? <laughs> the same guy that I wrote Ben the Truth about. Yep. 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 Tell, so, tell Tony about that. <laughs> Tony, listen to this story. I'm not. I just. <laughs> All right, let's hear what you don't even know the full story. What are you talking about? <laughs> kind you, of. You just want to know more kind of, of the details. We kind of know about him now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. We pretty much tried to recreate in the music video. We tried to recreate kind of like how we had met and, you know, mm-hmm. our first date and such. Right. So. So now he's watching it and he's like <laughs> he's probably like who's this other guy yeah <laughs> you still talk to him often no no you try reaching out at all and nope. after a couple drinks no nothing huh that's the toughest right a- after a drink or two reaching out to that one that got away right yeah. or the one that you want to be with right especially uh, well especially when you get like boxed wine because you don't even know how much you're drinking <laughs> right Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. I, I'm telling you, I have to quit drinking. I have to. Uh-uh. Uh, mm. I know. Tony, I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this song, Red, White, and Blue. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's, it's it's not like a, let me tell you, it, it's not it's not a happy Red, White, and Blue song. It, it's it, it's somber. It's good. It, it's it's good. more of a, a storytelling song. Um, I know a lot of the, the music that I have out right now is mm-hmm. more up-tempo, fun right, 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 right. kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I wrote the song with my mom, who also uh, writes and sings and, and all that. Um, and I wrote it about two years ago. Um, I actually got really sick. I went on a, a missions trip to Guatemala, uh-huh. and I got a really bad parasite. And none of the doctors could figure out what was wrong with me. Is that why you stopped your blog while you were over there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching your blog over there. It was pretty good. Thanks. You know, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. Uh, okay. Because yeah. you, you got sick. Yeah. So two years ago when I got sick, I started overthinking things like I always do. And I was like, well, what if I die? Like the doctors can't figure out what's wrong with me. And none of the medicine they're giving me seems to be working. And plus, you were in like a hospital in Guatemala, right? No, I was actually in a hospital in Canada. Okay. Oh, even worse. Right? <laughs> right? right. Yes. Mm. Um, so I kind of, I kind of came to this moment of, all right, I don't have kids. I don't have, you know, a husband or or any uh-huh. real, um, any anything that I was really going to leave behind if something were to happen to me, and it just kind of like awakened me to kind of. Um, 
do things that matter. Does your brain automatically go there? Like, because you don't have, you don't have, uh, you know, you're not married, you don't have kids, right? Okay, and I hear you, but does your brain automatically, like, man, I'm sick, I'm not feeling well, am I supposed to leave? Is this the right time? And because I don't have kids, because I, I don't have a spouse? I mean, I was sick for three months, three and they, months. they didn't know what was wrong with mm. me. And I couldn't stand up for more than five minutes without having to sit back down. Unreal. So I didn't know what was wrong, and my mind's always worst-case scenario. So, yeah, but three months um, is a long time. Yeah. So always just, worst-case scenario, too, right, in the head? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, so um, I had got an invite to sing at the USO um, gala in Seattle. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was like, well, this is my chance. Like, I can... I can write a song that will really mean something and will really reach a lot of people. And what better way to do that than to honor the troops and honor so many people who have fought for this country and um, who allow me to live in this country and have the freedom that I do every day. I love it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here she is. And, and Alexis, give me a uh, give me a string on there just to make sure. Oh yeah. Good to go. Ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Taylor. He's waited to be leaving on a plane So proud to serve his country He's been dreaming of this day His mama's praying Lord, please keep him safe There's a soldier on the front lines A million miles from home Laying down her life For those she'll never know And for those three kids She might not see again Just what they do with a heart that's beating red, white, and blue. With a heart that's beating red, white, and blue. You find him down on 12th Street, too proud to ask for a change. He gave his all for freedom. Do it all again, even knowing it might cost him everything. Near the land of the free, the home of the brave, only by the sacrifice they make. It's not. That's just what they do With a heart that's beating red, white, and blue With a heart that's beating red, white, and blue And every time I look up to the sky And see the stars and stripes 
Nice job, nice job. I'm glad you didn't die, you know? I'm <laughs> glad the parasite didn't get you. That's good, that's good. Now, when uh, when could we expect the song to be out, do you think? I'm not sure. Hopefully before the year's over, All definitely. Right. Yeah. Good deal, good mm-hmm. deal. I like it. All right, well, for more, definitely go to AlexisTaylorMusic.com. Hey, subscribe to our on YouTube, too, all right? Yeah, do, do it. it. Do it, do it. Plush, good-looking gal. You, don't, you, you won't be upset. Right. She could work at Tilt to Kilt if she wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want one? Do you want an application? Oh, I already have a job. Thank you. Oh, right. <laughs> Are you sure that Sunday school teachers, they don't, they don't mind? I'm, I'm good. I got a, uh, my church. I go to church every Sunday. I, I love it. I love it. It's in the movie theaters, actually, because we don't have a building yet. And uh, I got to tell you something. The, the kids... The ones that are in charge of the kids, I feel so bad for these people. Kids are terrible. Oh, even Christian kids. I they love still them. R- I know you do. I know <laughs> it, it takes a very special person to, uh, to to take care of kids. My mom says I'm special, so. Oh my God, <laughs> your mom's awesome too. All right, coming up. Here we go. Look at this one. I'm ready for it. Tiny Tuesdays. Yes, yes. She is a pop. And soul, all right. She is. Uh, she models. She's in high demand. But it wasn't easy back in the day for an 11-year-old Wisconsin girl, okay, foster care, who turned into a troubled teen, and but then who went into music, and it, I don't know, it found its ability to heal. So let's let's find out her current mission and her unwavering purpose as an artist. Yeah, Tani, you're next on the Joe Bula Show. Absolutely. This is Hannah Price with Voice of Choice, and oh my God, I'm here with the best interviewer I've ever met, Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. It's 8.50 and you have to be at work at 9. I'm late. I have to brush my teeth, eat breakfast, get dressed, and do my makeup? No, you don't. Uh, who are you and how did you get in my room? I'm the cosmetic tattoo fairy. Really? No, I'm just your friendly neighborhood cosmetic tattoo artist. Oh, what a relief. I thought maybe this was just a dream. Wake up in your makeup with the help of Kara Jensen, cosmetic tattoo artist with over nine years experience specializing in brows, eyeliner, lip color, and so much more. No regrets. Wake up in your makeup. Just don't give us your house key hey this is jeff robinson black horse pub and brewery here at the joe padula show absolutely joe padula show absolutely absolutely Absolutely. tiny tuesdays That's when I think of us 
She is pop and soul. She models. She's in high demand. But it wasn't easy back in the other day for for this 11-year-old girl back then. While in foster care, ended up turning into a troubled teen who went to music and its ability to heal. Yep, let's find out her current mission, her unwavering purpose as an artist, ladies and gentlemen, Donnie. Hey, Joe, thank you so much for having me today. I love it when you're here. I, I love do. it when I'm here. Yep, and uh, <laughs> this is Tani.com. The links are on the, uh, the video feed here, T-A-H-N-E. Good sound. I was going through your Twitter feed, Tani. I don't really do Twitter. These were your old tweets. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. No, it was good. <laughs> it was good, actually. I haven't been on Twitter in, a, honestly, probably like a year. Because the, what stood out I was a foster kid at age 11, you, mm. you tweeted. I had a tough home life and didn't always make the best choices. I found myself in a whole lot of trouble and faced with the decision to either. I want to know a little bit before about age 11. Before you went into a foster, uh, foster home. Sure, sure. All right. Uh, boom. You you pop out. Uh, Wisconsin. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Born in Wisconsin. Uh, mom and dad at the home. When Wh- I was first born, yeah. Yeah. But when I was eight months old, um, my parents split. Okay. So I don't ever remember them actually being together. Do you uh, do you, do you know why they split? Do you? Uh, yeah, there was just a lot of toxic things going on in their relationship that just wasn't healthy. Right, right, right. Okay, and uh, brothers, sisters. Uh, no, I'm an only child only from kid. my parents. Okay, yes. right. So they split. I then who do you go? Who do you go live with? I went and lived with my mom. Okay, with my mom. So you yep. stayed with mom. Yes. All right. Boom. Okay. Yes. So uh, you're going to school and everything. Uh, you're growing up there. Uh, yeah, with my mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We moved around a lot. Yeah. So. Um, when we first left, we were in a shelter for women and children, and then we lived in a church, actually. And so, did it get bad, like 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 the physical abuse, like like uh, that, like, like those type of shelters? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. So there was a lot of. Did you witness it? Or? I didn't witness it. Okay. You know, I was but so young. I was so young. You saw so the after effects. I might have witnessed it. I don't. Right. I don't remember. Unreal. But yeah, definitely um, was a part of the aftermath for sure. And we ended up living in a church by the time I was four. Right. And they had rooms that they would rent out to people who were in need. And so they opened a room for us, and we were able to stay. And we ended up going to Guatemala, actually, on a missionary trip when I was four years old. And I I vividly remember that. So that's, like, some of my first, like, memories. What was Mom doing for work? Do you remember? I don't know if she was working at the time. Okay. I'm not sure. All right, but but nonetheless, everything's working out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting there. Yeah, yeah, we're progressing. We're moving forward. What caused you to go into a foster home? Yeah, you know, I think that there was just a lot of um, a lot of things that had happened in my family that just kind of resulted in um, some some things that you know really impacted me personally and my mom, and it was just it was just hard for us, you know. And so I ended up getting in trouble. Okay. So I was I was just not really doing right things, you know. My mom was a single mom; she was working really hard, and I was really raising myself. What were you, what were you doing to, to get in trouble <laughs> at such a young age? Stealing. Stealing? What were you stealing? What what was the five finger discount? Makeup. Yeah. Oh, you were stealing makeup <laughs> at a, at a young age, huh? Yeah, I think I was eleven. Man, yeah. I already was vain. <laughs> so you, you're stealing makeup, <laughs> no, okay? Maybe it's Maybelline. Who knows, right? Yeah. 
But uh, thanks a lot. It's purple lipstick, that. I think. Yeah. All right. So hey, so so you stole you stole lipstick. No yeah. big deal. What else? Yeah. There must um, have been other things too. Yeah, there were some other things. I broke into a neighbor's house with some friends. Uh-huh. And we just did some stupid stuff. Yeah, you what'd know? you do when you broke in there? Did you steal more stuff? Stole stuff. Yeah. yeah. What'd you steal? What year are we looking at? I mean, uh, <laughs> did you steal like slap bracelets? Or, uh, you know, what? that's so funny. There there were slap bracelets. They were so popular then, too. Yes, of course. Um, Stealing slap it's like bracelets. like jewelry and, yeah. and like, oh, clothes and, man. you know, stupid stuff. Did you get caught? <laughs> I did. You I did. did. And I ended up getting put on probation by the time I was 11 years old. And, um, and I was grounded to the house for a month. Until they were able to find me a foster home, and my mom was like, "You know, I can't." You can't. I, I can't. I can't, I can't do it with a little thief anymore. <laughs> Why do you think you were stealing? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just we didn't have a lot, and so I guess it was just easy for me. And did you did you hate being like the poor kid? Yeah. Yeah. Did they pick on you? I mean, don't all kids get picked on? No, I don't pick on kids. <laughs> No, I think all kids get picked on. Yeah, no, they do. They do. Yeah, so I mean, I was picked on, but well, well this not is I, that, I, I think this was your way of not being the poor kid. Yeah, or just to get attention too. You know, I was just it was a cry for help. Yeah, because there's a lot of other things going on in my life and in my home that just were not healthy. What about physical? Did you did you get into fights? No, okay, I never good. got into fights. Good, because that's a whole different scenario in the yeah. psychology. No. Right, if you're just stealing, okay, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's hope for you. <laughs> yeah, no, wasn't fighting. I've never really been a fighter like that. All Other right. than like fighting for my own self and but, my own But you go into foster care. Yeah. I mean, you must have been pissed. I you was. Must have I been felt like, really uh, alone. I felt, I felt abandoned. Really, I felt very abandoned. Like, I Mom. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like, hey. You know, yeah, definitely. But, you know, I was just out of control and I was just... You know, I was just not well. I needed help. I needed counsel. I uh-huh. needed, you know, mentors and people to come into my life. And, and over the years, that did happen for me. And, like, that's really what has brought me to where I'm at now, now with who, my who, mission and my purpose, too. Which we're going to get into. Yeah. But, the, I mean, the, the foster home that you're in, uh, was it a family? Was it you and a bunch of other well, foster first kids? the foster home was just, like, a transitioning home. Okay. So I was there for a few months. Um, while they found a more permanent placement for me, I went to live with a new foster home, which was a family in um, the country. Uh-huh. Uh, they had a farm, right? Like, uh, Two hundred cattle, you know, and a totally different life. For did me. they know about your uh, your klepto and your stealing stuff? <laughs> yeah, of course they yeah, did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, I think that you know the parents did, are what, pretty well informed before they have children come did, into their home. Did you did you when you first were were brought there? Okay, and you met these people for yeah. the first time. Those people. Okay, yeah, those for the people. first <laughs> for the first time. Uh, were you like, what are you doing? Uh, you're not my, you're not my real parents. Yeah. You feel really alone because you're like walking to a new family's home and like you don't really belong. Uh-huh. And so, you know, my whole childhood was really just about belonging and finding where I belonged. And it really just kind of came to the point where I realized I belong wherever I choose to belong. Right. Well, it, it seems like you were, you're choosing bad friends back then, too. I was, yeah. I mean, like, like take the, you mentioned that you, uh, you burned down a foster home. A group home, yes. A group home. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. after the foster home, you go into a group home. Yes, yeah, so I was actually in another foster home after that one, Why, did you get kicked out? Yeah, because I you, kept running away. Well, where would you run to? Run, uh, <laughs> because you're in the field. country. <laughs> I always got caught, obviously. <laughs> of course, you wanted to get yeah, caught. Yeah, the corn stalks weren't tall enough. R- right. <laughs> you wanted to get caught, though. You wanted yeah. the attention. Yeah. So because you keep running away, this foster home's like, we're done. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Okay, I'm burning too many calories running after too this Too many kid. calories. Right. Yeah. 
I just want to be a yeah, farmer. Yeah, I think that they just had they had a lot of compassion for me and my situation and just what I had gone through. So then you go to another foster home. Go to another foster Wh- home. Where was this one? This was actually just a few miles down the road, okay. same town. Farm type of. Uh, they didn't have a farm. But okay. They, you know, had like a little hobby, like uh-huh. garden and stuff. Yeah. Yep. So. And that situation was not so great. Were you already planning to do something bad when you're getting to this place? Then? <laughs> no, but this one was more structured. Okay, good. And so maybe was, that's what you needed. I I agree with that. I did need more structure. I did need that for sure. But, um, you know, this was the kind of home where we weren't a part of the family. We were locked in our rooms. We were not welcome to be in the living room or sit on the couch or have ice cream at night with them. Like, it wasn't like that. You say we. It was me and other foster. Okay, you want to know the foster girl. Do you remember her? Is this I the don't one that you planned? Her name. This is no. the one that you plotted with? No. no. Okay. So no. this is like pre that happening. So are you trying to escape this place too and run away? Yes. Okay. So you run away. How many times? <laughs> I think I ran away from there twice. Twice. Mm-hmm. And they caught you each time, obviously. Yeah. Well, I turned myself in. Okay. Yeah. Why? Because you were hungry. Because <sighs> I was gonna get caught anyways. Okay. You know. So might as well just. So when you when they it's bring you back. It's not even that I was ever trying to run away. Run away. It's like I just didn't want structure. I didn't. Did they, did they give up on you too? Yeah, well, no, they kind of stuck with me. And then I ended up getting through that program and I went back to live with my mom. All right, so that's how that works. Which they, they, is where things went kind of wrong. And her and I are kind of like oil and water. Because at this you saw a little resentment of, oh, hey, mom, why'd you let me go? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Of course it is. Yeah, maybe. I would have done the same. Maybe. I mean, you're young. Yeah. You don't understand. Yeah. You don't get the. You, you, it's, you're not able to comprehend what the hell's going on on her end of the table. No, and I think a lot of times, too, like, for for the parents are people, too. And she had things that she was working through as uh-huh. well or needed to work through. Right. And, you know, and so at the time I felt neglected. But at the the reality of it is, is, like, looking back, I understand that there was just some things for her, too, that she hadn't healed through and okay. grown through. Okay, right. So. So, you... you you go now. You go to this group home. So I go back to in, into the system because things aren't working out with my mom. Did you ask to go I back, get, or did she? She sent me back. So a second time, a second yeah. time, mom goes. I can't. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's I see. And and how old are you at this point now? Uh, fourteen. See. I, yeah. I, I I can't relate. I, I can't. Yeah. I can only sympathize. I can't empathize because mm-hmm. I, oh, man, I, I if I put myself in that situation, more I ha- see my mother bringing me to go here. Take this child take, away from me. I can't. I can't. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's That's, terrible, right? It is terrible. It's terrible. And no matter, you know, the thing is, is like, no matter what situation would have been, I could have been really good or really, you know, or really making bad choices. And the truth is, is it was just a toxic environment for right. me. It was just a toxic relationship for her and I. And So now you have to group home. So now I'm in the group bunch home. Of, bunch of other uh, kids in the forces system? Yes. At there's, this home? I think 12. There's six 12. boys, six girls. Uh, did you? Is it like a, you know, like a pecking order? Did, did, did you have to like, did you see the biggest person and just tackle them? <laughs> you know? It's not like that? I don't like know what you mean by that. Like, no. I, I, do, you, do you try and be, do you try and out cool each other? Do you, no, do you get I, along well? Do you guys bond over because like, hey, we're all like abandoned at the you moment? You know, I, I wrote a lot. And so um, I would sit in my room and just write and... And that's kind of where songs started for me was mm-hmm. right there. I, I just, you know, honestly, I didn't really have a lot to say to other people. I didn't, I felt very misunderstood. Um, I, I've always been very expressive and outward and like the way that I am as a human. And that was denied, you know, growing up in Wisconsin and nothing against Wisconsin, but in that time, especially there was just, you know, people are just a little bit like 
more focused on like what's normal. And you and you were 14 years old yeah. at this point. Yeah, 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 exactly. Wait, 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 wait. Did you think you were like an ugly kid too? Or? No. No, no. You had self confidence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say I was self confident. And so now the burning of the place. Yeah. Why? So Why? They were putting me back into foster care, and uh-huh. they had brought me to this woman's house, and it was, you know, this little trailer house in a community there in the town that we lived in, and uh, she had a whole lot of cats, and she just was kind of smelly. Oh, cats! I would have burned it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she Are was, you kidding me? Yeah. She was. It was smelly. It was just weird, and I was like, "This doesn't feel like home. Like this isn't where I want to be. Like I don't want to live my life like this anymore." And in my mind, it seemed like that was an option for me to get out of that situation and go back to live with my mom, not knowing that that was not a good situation for me. I think as a kid, you just don't know. You don't know well, what's it, right. You don't th- uh, it sounds like you had you? this like uh, you had this dream fantasy of what your home should be. Yeah, right. I did. I did. And I wanted to be on my own because yeah. I thought I could do it better. Right. <laughs> so I, 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 so I end up planning to burn down the group home. And you, um, and you burn it. And I light a curtain on fire when no one was inside. Just want to say that. How'd you know no one was inside? Um, they were all outside playing basketball. Okay. And I was too. And I had to go to the bathroom. What balls that takes. Woo. To take... What, what'd yeah. you use, like a Bic? A lighter, yeah. Okay, where'd you get the lighter from? Are you smoking at this age? Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? I was just really being naughty. Well, your insurance naughty. premiums are going to go through the roof. I'm telling you, I was a child. I don't tell them about oh. that. Oh, yeah, I know. I hear. What were you smoking? Do you remember? Uh-uh. Was it Whatever pop- was available. Marlboros? <laughs> Who was getting you guys cigarettes? Who was I, sneaking in cigarettes into the... I was the... hanging out with the wrong people, yo. Right. <laughs> I, I, I see that. I see the pattern. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but you at least you were hanging out with someone. Right. At least you were with people. I mean, sometimes, yeah. But yeah. man, so I don't boom, know. I think you can still flames. be really alone even when you're with people. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at this show. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ouch. I'm, I'm just kidding. Hey, now. But uh, but nonetheless, okay. So it burns down. Yeah. Okay. Boom. The sheet. Two the, months the, go by. She, I'm sitting in my classroom. Uh huh. And at school. At school. Right. And the Did principal. Did you even care about grades? Uh. I had so many other things I was worrying about. Yeah, you just burnt it's down a house. Not that I didn't care about grades. It's just that I wasn't focused on that right. at like that time at all. Were you focused on boys at all? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Were you dating? I don't, did I you, don't think did, so. Okay. Maybe. Because you should tell your boyfriend that you burned the house down. <laughs> you know what I mean? That uh, When you start dating, you'll be like, oh hey, uh, I like you a lot. Uh, I, I burned down a, a Yeah, I burned down houses. Burned just down watch a group out, home. buddy. All right. Take yeah. care. Careful. So, okay. So, they come in the class. Yeah. So, they come the in cops. class. Not the cops yet. The principal, okay. you know, came in and got me out of class. And then, uh, did you know instantly? Mm, I knew something was wrong. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You live in fear when you're like of hiding course. something. Always, like that. always over the shoulder. Yeah. Right. So I, you know, I end up going into juvenile detention, and they held me there for several months, and then I was um, tried as a juvenile. Uh-huh. Thank God, I was old enough to be tried as an adult, but the. The uh, uh, the judge really had some compassion for me and really believed I could do better. And he said, you know, you know, this is what we have to do, and this is what's going on. And you're sentenced to five years as a juvenile um, to Southern Oaks Girls School, which was a facility in Southern Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And it used okay. to be a women's prison, just to put that in perspective. And for then you. they made it into a juvie. They did, but it really nothing changed right. except for the the clientele. So <laughs> now, while you're in there, okay, yeah. you said you, you did nine months. I let you go. Now, while you're in there. Is this is this a turning point? Is this like enough? Okay, I, I get it. I want. Uh, I'll be better. Was this it? Um, you know, at first, I don't think the first couple of weeks, I really was like, I I was angry. Uh-huh. I felt, you know, were you in betrayed, fear of uh, other girls beating you up and stuff? No, they no. all liked me. It was not getting beat up. It was in fear of like 
my my safety yeah <laughs> in other ways oh oh gotcha <laughs> you know so oh that goes on there too huh absolutely oh so, my god yeah so I I was there for about two weeks and that two weeks that had passed um they would have these young girls um young women I should say come in from a local Christian college and they would come in and just sit with us and chill with us right and they asked me to be a part of that and I was like no I'm not interested I'm angry I'm yeah want to talk to anybody nobody understands me and finally after a few times of them asking me i finally said yes and i went and sat down and the girl on the other side of the table was literally the first person who had ever just saw me for who i was and met me right where i was at didn't judge you me know that? didn't criticize okay. me she was so compassionate she heard me yeah. she listened right you know and it was like such an eye-opening moment for me that there's like really good people in this world and that was my first real, real experience with someone that was, you know, more removed from my circle, if you will. All it really took was someone just to listen to you. Yeah. That's all it freaking it. took. And accept me. Right. Even though I was in the worst situation of my life, she still just accepted me and rooted for me. So? And so she and I, she would come every week and sit with me and we uh -huh. would just talk and hang out. And eventually she... Do you remember her name? Julia. Julia. Yeah. And she was like, you know... I really believe in more for you and would it be okay if I went to the board and talked to them about your case and uh, I was like yeah absolutely and um did you say absolutely she, really I was like yeah absolutely I was like absolutely, absolutely. oh my god I was like bada bing bada boom oh, baby no. <laughs> and uh, you say that she's like listen okay we're done she's like we're done, <laughs> we're I'm, done. Leaving. I'm done listening I'm leaving. to you <laughs> but she uh yeah she went to the board and I was supposed to be there for five years mm -hmm. and they reopened my case I was released after nine months um on good behavior and in that nine months I just shined I I, I found a new a new light mm -hmm. hope you know I finally felt like there was hope and so now moving forward in my journey and like, you know, there were several people that came along after her too in my life that really curated the greatness in me and like brought that out of me and really helped me to shine right. and grow and, and achieve great things. Right. But now moving forward, my mission and my purpose and my music is obviously music's always been there for me. I've, I've music was my first love. Music was my first marriage. Music is, is just in my DNA. It's who I am. But music for me is just not enough. Well, when when did you start singing? I've been singing my this. whole life, all, all this whole time. My whole life, from yeah. house, from home to, to group home to yes, to, 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 yeah. to detention facilities. Mm -hmm. That's why I say music was always there. Always for me. there. Always. When nobody else is, nobody there, music else. is there. Music was there for me. That's what's up. That's it. And like that's the thing about music is it's so powerful. Music is the universal language. Music is that connection that we need between people, you know, to like draw us together when we don't understand our, you know, the words that we're speaking necessarily. So for me, music's not enough. You know, what we do in music is it's a lot of work. I'm up at seven six a.m seven a.m every morning so i can work out and then be about my day and work hard all day long in my music and then be in the studio all night long right you know i don't get home last night i get home till 3 a.m from the studio because i'm focused but my focus is so built on my mission and my purpose now and i i i, I have dropped some other music then i've just just decided to move forward from because it just doesn't align with who I really, really am and what I want for my career and for the people. All the people is really what my music is about. It's not about me. It's about, it's about bringing something to other people that will help them heal and meet them where they're at. Help them empower. Empower them. 
Encourage them. Is that your new purpose? That's not my new purpose. It is my purpose. That is the purpose. And it's finally lining up with my music. And so 2020 is going to be unbelievable. When I say 2020 vision, I mean that with Uh like the most seriousness I can possibly. Very powerful numbers, by the way. I don't know if you you track this. Very powerful numbers. 2020. Very powerful numbers. Symmetrical numbers. Symmetrical. mm -hmm. Yes, sir. The best is yet to come best is yet to come i appreciate you sharing your yes. story thank you for we're, we're about to hear some music you from you live that. no are you kidding me i got so many more questions plus while i was going through your twitter uh <laughs> you mentioned something about waking up early and going to the gym okay uh, on april fool's day 2017 april 1st you wrote a uh, hashtag fitness heals me from the inside out yeah. uh find what brings you hashtag joy in the hashtag <laughs> chaos mm. what was the chaos going on at that time I don't remember. That was 2017. Mm-hmm. We're in 2020, baby. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, <laughs> I'm only looking ahead. <laughs> I, I hear you, I hear you, but we learn from those. Uh, yeah. We learn from the situations. You know, in the I back. overcame um, my second abdominal surgery, and so uh-huh. it probably had something to do with that. Okay. Um, I had an emergency hysterectomy after my son was born, and um, it caused endometriomas to grow within my rectus abdominal muscle, which caused me to grow tumors Damn. in my abdomen. Okay. And so that's something that I had to really, you know, overcome. I and see that. Oh, yeah. let me tell you, you're a tested individual, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, I write great music because of it. <laughs> the the one tweet that I'm kind of concerned about, actually. Oh no, you know? I don't tweet enough for this to even well, be relevant. Th- these are Joe. old. These are old. <laughs> so I, I, there's something deep down inside of you that I think there's still a problem. July 7, 2016, you tweeted, "I love hashtag pizza because it comes with a handle." Okay, <laughs> you're sick in the head. Are you talking about the crust? Yes. I love it. Coming up, meeting the musician, Tani. We just heard part of her story of what makes who Tani is. And now let's hear her sound live in studio. That's right, Tani Unplugged is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, this is Jen Maloney, and I got married at the Clarksville Regional Airport October 26th as it blew away. And you're listening to the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, that's now a lie. Joe Padula, the Joe Padula Show here, and Christy K. May of Legend Acres. She has the ways to get your puppy to truly enjoy life. Legend Acres offers horse and dog boarding, horse and dog training, small pet boarding, riding lessons, after-school programs, youth camps at such affordable prices. They're located right over there in Stewart County. For more information and registration details, just go to legendacresboarding.com. Absolutely. Hey, Clarksville. It is Summer Cummings with Muse Modern Marketing here with the Joe Padula Show. If you want to know where Joe is at all around Clarksville, text Joe Show to 52236. That's J-O-E-S-H-O-W, all one word, to 52236. And you can follow Joe all around. For more marketing tips, go to partnerwithmuse.com. Absolutely. Joe Padilla Show. Check, check, check. There you go. Absolutely. We back. We on. <laughs> yeah. Look at you, boy. You're the truth, boy. Say uh, it's a Tiny Tuesday today. Tiny Tuesday. She just shared part of her story. Crazy world. But I'll tell you, I mean, you look at the situations you were put in, and if you missed it, you can always uh, check us out on the, uh, every show gets uh, broadcasted up to the podcast sites, Spotify, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, all of them. You can also go back to watch the videos on the, the Facebook Live page. 
And, uh, and yeah, I mean, whew, that's crazy. That is crazy. But uh, you were put in these situations for a reason. I, I guarantee. I agree with that. Right. I mean, you you wouldn't be doing what you're doing today. You know, it gives you perspective. Uh-huh. gives you understanding and compassion for other people when right. you've been able to experience something so severe yourself. Right. And I think that if we're able to use those experiences to empower each other, I think that it only betters our communities and the world just in general because the truth is is we all have hardships. We all yeah. have things we're going through. Some are more extreme than others. There's people who have been th through far worse than I've been through. Understood. But it gives me a space that I can really understand and relate to people and a place of, of um, just, just true honesty and, and there's really, you can't beat that. You can't beat experience, good and bad. Well, this song that you're about to do, it's called uh, Smile Again. Smile Again. All right. Uh, yeah, I wrote this song um, just recently, actually. Um, you know, my mom, and my, my mom and I still have a troubled relationship. And as much as I love her, um, her and I just are, you know, it's at odds. Do you think it's ever going uh, to get I better? I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Um, Who is it, though? Is it, is, it, is it you? Is it her? Or is it you two? The, the, the chemistry is just not there? <sighs> Joe, that's a complicated question, you know, to answer in two seconds. But one thing I can say is that sometimes we love someone so much that it's just time to give yourself the space that you need and remember the good times. Right, right. Because... When something feels so toxic and it's so hard, it shouldn't be so difficult all the time. When's the last time you saw her? That would be, it'd be like a year and three months ago. And it was good? No. no Hence, it being a year and three months ago, right? Yeah, unfortunately. But no. don't worry. I, I'm telling you, you're on the path mm -hmm. to what you're, what you're about to sing here. Smile yeah, again. Yeah. Because you've learned through these years exactly. how to smile again. Yes. But it's also, this song's really about, like, I just, I wish I could see you smile again. I wish that you could be in that happier space and, that, and, and be fulfilled and, and grow and love. And I wish that for you too. But I can't go back to that because I know that that's not where it's at right now. So. Understood. Yeah, so that's, this is Smile Again. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, yes, for more, uh, go to uh, thisistani.com. The links are on the, uh, on the video feed. And uh, here she is, Tani. you know 
Nice job. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Let me tell you something. I would have burned a, a group home with you, too. All right? <laughs> I, I would have I joined you in that mission. Well, you know what? Everything that we do makes us stronger. It makes us who we are. So there I'm proud go. of it. Well, listen to you. You're standing tall now. Thank you. The Appreciate best that. is yet to come. Thanks for having me. 2020. 2020, baby. 2020. <laughs> uh, mine is more of a... Ooh, right. I do a okay, snarl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Alexis, what, what, what noise do you make for 2020? Uh, yeehaw. Yeehaw. Oh, yeehaw. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeehaw works perfect. Yeehaw. Bay, what's your noise? It's not FCC friendly. Okay, good point. Good, yeah, 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 yeah. good point. Good point. Good point. Uh, Alexis Taylor, what did you learn on the show today? I learned about the blood vessels in your eyes yes. and all that. Yes, stuff. THC. Yeah, crazy. Dilates, uh, you know, your uh, your capillaries in your eyes and dilates the pupils. Yeah, there you go. So that makes your eyes red when you smoke weed. There you go. Yeah. The THC. Beautiful. Nice job today. Oh, thank thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a Likewise. pleasure. Likewise. Especially anyone that sings about the soldiers. That's what's yeah. up. Amen. Yeah. Tani, what'd you learn on the show today? I learned that I loved it just as much, if not more, than the first time I was on this show with you. Oh, we party with a purpose, <laughs> and I appreciate you coming in and tell, telling. Not the full story, but man, you, you brought us in there. You brought us there. And you, and you ended it with the song. And kind of like, smile again. I get it. Mm. I get it. Yeah. Nice job. We can all smile again. That's right. It's a choice. Bay, what'd you learn on the show today? That new study. Oh, oh, that uh, weed. <laughs> the new study, as Bay sarcastically says. That weed, um, yeah, even after uh, 12 hours of uh, the high, when the THC is... Uh, Back in legal limits, causes bad driving. <laughs> that is people themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is people themselves. But you're right. You're right. That's just people. That's just there. Yeah. Oh, here's what I learned on the show today. Uh, I learned that uh, that man, uh, tilted kilt. Man, tilted kilt. Hey, listen. You don't like it? Don't go there. Okay. If you know you're not gonna get hired there, you don't have to like make a scene. I get it. I get it. I get it. Don't take away my tilted kilt. <laughs> my You're going to have you to wear it. one next time. I wish you would have worn one today. I think that would have been very fitting for the a conversation. A kilt? Yes. Very. All right. I'd pay to see that. I'll, uh, I I'll have to. But I would definitely like to see it. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> the, um, uh, my manscaping week is uh, next Monday. So, so I have yeah. a, Good I have to know. Yeah, I'll be uh, next month. After next Monday, I can do it. Sorry to interrupt you, Joe. Yeah, what I do you got? I have something for you because the last time I was on the show, you told me that you really liked something. And so this yeah. time... I, I decided to bring you something oh, special. Did, did, did yep. she not get the it's memo that I quit drinking? It's a bother. Uh, that's why I told oh. you that you oh. couldn't. That's there why I said you can't stop drinking. Cause there goes Bay. Maybe after this, after this bottle. All right, let's see what it is. <laughs> it's always another bottle, then you'll, then you'll stop. Yeah, always another bottle. Oh, I can drink this. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Th okay, This good. one's not bad. Good. Oh, yeah. So the one thing I love about Hess mm -hmm. is that they... Um, they were affected by the fires, but what happened was in Australia. It, no, in California. In, oh, the California, California fires. This is in 2017. Oh, it's in Napa Valley. Okay, yeah. Nice. And so some of their wines have a little bit of that smokier flavor, and uh -huh. it actually is really quite beautiful. I like so, it. Yeah. You know, it's just like my uh, my dating life. Burnt. Okay, <laughs> this is perfect. They got a shot. You know, you just gotta <laughs> stop got saying that. that. <laughs> you gotta stop saying that. Nah, it's nah, not burnt. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Jinxing yourself. No. Yeah, exactly. Everything you say comes to truth. Uh, it comes to fruition. I'm good. I'm good with. So being you just need uh, to say, uh, I'm the sexiest man alive. I'm good with being single and, and not doing anything. <laughs> Believe you me. Okay. Well, you got a bottle of wine to keep you company now. <laughs> You're the only one that really loves me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh wow, he's really getting into it over here but with his bottle of wine. He's, he's making worry. love to the bottle down here. Wait until they leave. <laughs> Wait until they leave. <laughs> She's right. Four play is the best play. Yeah. <laughs> that was said earlier. All right, uh, Clarkswell. Thanks for hanging around. Okay, we got to get out of here. Uh, see you at uh, Tennessee Valley Brewing uh, Company tonight for a TVBC uh, Tuesday trivia, and uh, tomorrow more uh, more you on the Joe Padula show. Absolutely. Broadcasting at the speed of light from the CDE Light Band Studios. O'Connor's Irish Pub, Exit 1, Clarksville, Tennessee, where there is something always happening every day. Wednesdays, karaoke. Thursday, ladies' night. Friday and Saturdays, the indoor and outdoor DJ party. The cornhole board set up beach and grass volleyball. Their upcoming events include UFC main events, the craft beer and barbecue fest, live music, the bikini contest for the girls, and the hard body contest for the guys. For cash prizes. For more, visit O'Connor'sFun.com. 